Welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast. And today we have a superstar in the house from Dallas, Texas, or Fort Worth. I don't Dallas. know. Dallas? Yeah. Donovan Ruffin, man. Thank you so much for uh, for uh, coming on the podcast, brother. Um, Absolutely, man. It's been a pleasure to have you here. Uh, I recently met you at the... Uh, uh, actually, the first time I met you was at your event, at the event. Yeah. Um, I attended in Dallas, which by the way is badass. If you guys are, um, if you're not plugged in into Donnie, go to, uh, what, what's your group, uh, Donovan, Texas. Uh, yeah. Texas real estate investments, Facebook group, or you can Instagram me, Donovan Ruffin, you Donovan Ruffin. Facebook. Right. Yeah. And, and make sure you, um, you look him up because he's got a great event that he does uh, once a quarter and he brings a bunch of rock stars. Um, I go for the party in. <laughs> I love it. It's a great environment. It's a great location. But anyhow, thank you so much, Donnie, for being here today. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, man. Where Where do you come from? You know, your background, pretty much. Yeah, man. So my name is Don. I grew up in a small town outside of Toledo, Ohio, north, and uh, moved to Texas uh, back in 2011. So I've been here for a little bit, finished up high school. Um, after high school, I immediately got to sales, got into, um, you know, direct sales and took that pretty serious, ended up starting my first marketing company when I was 20. Um, and my, my old boss and I partnered up and became business partners and we did pretty well, you know, um, we did that for quite a bit and, you know, it taught me a lot about, you know, building a business and, you know, developing people and what have you. And, um, eventually started uh, investing my profits in the real estate market and, um, it's kind of why where I found more of my passion and, and more equitable interest in my time. So I've been in, in the real estate game of early 2015 up until now. Um, now we have a you know a rock star team here in, in Addison, and we do deals virtually all over Texas. You know we do um, quite a bit of volume. You know we close a couple hundred properties every year, um, and you know continuing looking at, to continue to grow. So it's kind of my story. Good <laughs> and, deal, man. So. What was the, so after you got out of high school, you said you went in and you went in business for yourself, right? Right. What were you guys selling in that company? What was the product or? Yeah. So we were actually selling cable door to door. So anywhere from AT&T, Verizon, um, Spectrum. Um, and eventually we got into the B2B sales. And that's when we started making quite a bit of money is, you know, business owners tend to have more money to spend than, than homeowners. So um, we, we ended up uh, opening sales. 10 different sales offices around the country and uh, just, you know, hiring and training and, and recruiting, you know, top level sales reps, essentially go door to door and business to business and sell um, data cable services. What got you interested in real estate? Man, it was just um, obviously like anybody else listening to this, it's always super intriguing. Um, I love being able to, you know, go in, renovate properties, resell and make money, obviously. Um, but I, I was just pretty inspired by, you know, the amount of money you can make and how you can develop it into a business, um, just the lifestyle, essentially. Okay. And now, was that something you maybe saw on TV or did you go to a seminar or did you know somebody that was already doing it and you're like, mm, maybe I'll, that, what that guy's doing, I'll do it. How, how, how were you exposed to it? Yeah. So actually my dad was pretty heavy into real estate investing before the, the last market crash in 08. He did really well. So I was always inspired by the lifestyle he was able to, you know, achieve and 
um, you know, the money I was able to make. And then, you know, obviously he's parted ways since then, but um, that's kind of where I got my little bug. And then one of my buddies actually got involved in wholesaling and I saw him have success with it. And, you know, obviously the belief level just went through the roof. Once I saw him actually close his first deal, it was like $18,000. And I was like, man, if this guy can do it, then I'm going to run laps with it. And that's exactly what happened. Wow. Yeah. And um, so you got, originally you got into wholesaling. Yeah. Because yeah. now you do all kinds of other things. You, you right. know, not only you do wholesaling, but you wholesale, you fix and flip. Yeah. Um, t tell me a little bit about that journey from like when you got on your first deal, right? Like right. How, how did it look like? What do you do and how do you grow from there? Yeah. So uh, when I said it was investing money into real estate, I was actually investing money into abandoned signs when I first got started in marketing. Um, so I ended up doing uh, four or five wholesale deals. Um, and then I transitioned into fix and flip. So, I mean, I was always super prideful when I would sell a deal to an investor. I'm like, man, this guy's making all the money. I'm making pocket change compared to what he's making. So, you know, I started learning, you know, the numbers and where they're getting money from and how they're buying it, how they're structuring it, their contractors. Um, and then after I closed my fourth or fifth wholesale deal, you know, save some money up and then um, started raising private money to go and buy deals from other wholesalers. Um, and I was still having my marketing company at the time. And what I realized was it was a little bit easier for me to, to make less net profit by buying it from wholesalers and agents versus sourcing by myself, just because I didn't have a lot of time. Um, and that's kind of how I ran with it. So essentially my business model was raising private equity or private money and then going and networking with wholesalers and agents in my market and buying their deals, paying them assignment fees. And then I would just go in and do a rehab and then sell it for retail. Got it. So, but you were also a wholesaler, right? So you were also marketing yeah. for your own deals. Yeah. I mean, obviously I never stopped doing that, but uh, I was able to do more volume um, by, you know, being able to raise private money so I could buy other people's uh, properties. So I was kind of doing both of those. Um, and I, to be honest, I wasn't doing a, a lot of wholesales for a, a lot of years um, up until maybe two and a half years ago um, when I shut my marketing company down. Okay. It's mostly, you know, rehabs. So, so, all right. So you started as a wholesaler. Then you found out that, hey, if I take these properties down myself, I'm going to plug myself in into a bigger spread. Then you start scaling the raising the private money and, and also networking with wholesalers, yeah. uh, putting those two together. And then, then you started developing a, basically a, a dispositions outfit for now these properties that you were taking on. Now, are, were these properties, were you wholesaling or were you fully rehabbing them at the time? At, at that time, I was fully rehabbing them. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you were going out in the market, HGTV type, you know, yeah. uh, the backsplash and, and, and all of that. And um, how, many, how many deals do you think you did your first year in, in business? My first year in business, I did maybe uh, seven or eight my first year. Um, and then I, I, it was like my third or fourth rehab where I just ha I had all the confidence in the world. I was like, man, this is a pretty good system. Literally had the same construction crew, same type of, you know, uh, rehab products, same paint. And I would just do the same process through every property. So all I had to do was essentially run numbers, put the deal together and then put everybody else to work and make it happen. Um, and I was buying probably three or four properties a month. Um, for a good couple of years, 
Um, so I would, I would hold, like I would own maybe 10 houses at a time on average um, between buying and selling them um, on the market. And this is like completely, you know, quote unquote, part-time while I have my older marketing company. Yeah, so I guess something I'm taking away from this, right? Um, hearing you talk about it, this will resonate with a lot of people that have a job because yeah. if they have a job, which because in my opinion, your marketing company, even though you were an entrepreneur and you own your business, that was your job. Your job was your main, you know, source of income for uh, for a little while while you got you got going in the real estate business, and then yeah. eventually you pivoted into into uh, being more heavy because you're still on the marketing side. You just probably don't call it like that because right. you're marketing for sellers. You're marketing for I mean, you're doing all kinds of things. Um, it, it's not for door knocking for services anymore. Right. It's to buy properties, pretty much, yeah. right? So. Yeah. So if you have a job out there, guys, and you're listening to this podcast, um, if Donovan did it, you can do it as well. Right? He had a main business that provided income for him, just like you do if you're an engineer or if you're an accountant or, or whatever, and you just work for another company out there, you can start doing this part-time. Yeah, one thing is, I guess, to your advantage is you own your time already at that time. Right. So you could go look at these projects at any given time that you decided, which is maybe a little different from the one that's employed by someone else, but it's right. still doable. I did it very similar to you, but it took me a lot longer. I, when I started in 2008, I was a solopreneur all the way to like 2000, probably 13. And I bought all these properties while I had a job. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. So my main job provided for a W-2, which I got paid well, by the way. I, I, I'm not a corporate hater. I, I, should, I tell people all the time, you should work for a corporation at some point so you can learn systems and, yeah. and, and HR and things of that nature. But I was that guy that was working with a full-time job, building a rental portfolio, flipping some houses um, until I got put in a position to where I said, you know what? I'm just going to go do real estate full-time now. Yeah, um, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So, uh, and so, and you started in real, so in real, so you've only been in real estate, quote unquote, six years because you started in 2015. Yeah. So your growth has been uh, huge because yeah. you're doing a lot of things. You're, you're doing yeah. volume. You're doing, uh, uh, you're taking down a lot of properties. You're, you know, so you, you started with a full-time business that you had that eventually transition into a full-time real estate business how was that transition how did that happen like at yeah. what point did you say man i think this real estate thing is actually paying off better than my 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 original business yeah so um i remember it was like early 2018 and um i was just doing my taxes with my cpa and he pretty much told me he's like for since 2016 all the way to 2018, I was literally plateauing. Like I was not making anything more than the previous year. And that would drive me crazy, right? Um, it would drive me absolutely bonkers because I'm so competitive, I'm like hungry to grow. I'm putting all this work to just do more and more and more. And I, I, I kind of realized where, you know, I'm not going to get more unless I sacrifice something, right? So um, it's kind of, it's, it, it's, you know, biblical, essentially. So God's not going to provide more blessings to you unless you come to the altar with sacrifices. And that's what I had to sacrifice is, you know what, I'm going to make a decision to pick one of these 
And I was kind of looking at like the next five, 10 years and the quality of my life. And I didn't see myself in that marketing company um, in the day to day in the next five years of what I was doing at that time. So um, that's when I made the decision. It's just like, it's not only fair to me, but it's not fair to the people that are working for me because I'm only giving them 50%, right? So the people in my marketing company, I'm only giving them 50% of my energy, 50% of my time. Same thing, my real estate company. So um, ethically, it was, I mean, it was something that I knew I had to do. Um, emotionally, it was, it was pretty tough just because I built something that, uh, you know, took years and years of, of time to, to build and people that I've really developed and, and, and put my energy and time into. And I had to sacrifice all of that to be able to prosper in, in the real estate business and continue to scale and grow, not just in business, but, you know, in my, in, in my life as well, you know? Um, so yeah, it was like early 2018. I just made the decision where it's just like, you know what, I'm really going to find ways to really figure out the direct marketing approach so I can talk to sellers directly and essentially take my talents to uh, real estate hundred percent. That's kind of what I did. You know, I built systems for, you know, a good six, seven months. Um, and I had solid KPIs where it was, I was just, you know, it was like clockwork. I was doing, um, you know, quite a bit of volume and I had confidence to just shut my marketing down completely and just completely exit that company um, and just went full-time real estate. Were you getting any mentors at the time when you're making that transition? Absolutely. You know, that's, that's at the time. I, I mean, I was like super opposed to like mentorship groups and um, masterminds and events. Um, and I remember in 2018, I just started going to everybody's events. I started going to every mastermind, um, hired some coaches and really figuring out the best in the industry and figure out what they're doing for marketing and how they're structuring the company. And it obviously gave me a lot of confidence to just, you know, go out there and make it happen for my own, my own business. Yeah. Especially when they're showing you that, they're doing it as well, right? So there's right. proof of concept from from them. Yeah. Um, for for a guy like you, if you see somebody do something, you say, "Well, he's not. He doesn't have to be better than I am, or 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 or, or vice versa. I can do what he does. I just need to implement what he's doing." Yeah. Um, and we all, at the end of the day, we give it our own twist, right? We 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 tweak and pick certain things. I'm pretty sure the. I, I remember you talking about Podio at one point and, and uh, I'm pretty sure the Podio you got right now, you gave it your own twist yeah. from whoever you got it from originally right. or when you were exposed to it, because that's just what we do. You know, we, uh, we always give it our own twist. So, so anyhow, 2018, you go full-time real estate. Um, once you make that transition, you start, you start networking, you start going to all these events, getting, uh, uh, you know, other um, mentors to, to lead you the way. How, how was that growth uh, uh, deal-wise for you? And, 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 and what, what was that scale, that scaling look, how did that look like um, from your perspective? Yeah, so, I mean, I remember when I completely shut my marketing company down, it was pretty quick. I was going from, you know, three to five deals a month to, you know, I was doing, you know, 10, 12 deals a month. Um, and this is, you know, uh, late 2018. Um, and uh, I mean, it was pretty structured, you know, I had averages for each, you know, acquisition rep, averages for each disposition rep. Um, and I was average, you know, each acquisition person was bringing in, you know, three to five closed deals a month. Um, and at that time, I only had three of them. Um, so we were, we were rocking and, um, I ended up hiring, um, a disposition team 
and um, you know, and it was working. And then I eventually uh, hired a transaction coordinator to just deal with a lot of the paperwork. So by the time 2019 hit, I had a team of a solid, you know, five, six people um, to, to help me. We're, we're doing, you know, 10, 12 deals a month consistently um, going into 2019. And this is only in Dallas or, or, that, or by that time, have you gone out to like other cities? Um, at that time in, in 2018, I was pretty much just focused on Dallas. And then going into 2019, we opened up Houston and San Antonio. And that's when you started um, branching out to other um, cities, basically. Yeah. Uh, have you, tr have you tried for. going out of, outside of Texas at all? Yeah. So, I mean, we've, we've done beta tests in a lot of different cities. Um, I mean, we've tried, you know, <laughs> a lot of them, a lot to name. So, I mean, we're in LA all the way to Florida, you know, just beta testing certain markets. And what we found that worked best, you know, with the system in, I mean, there's so many people in Texas, it's just going to be really hard for us to saturate just the state. So we're like, you know, the person, the, the type of person that we talk to, like when the reps talking to them, they're able to relate to people in Texas a little bit better. I don't know what it is, but I, it, I mean, I've learned that concept in my marketing company as well. Like when we promote, you know, leaders to different markets, it was always easier to stay in the same region. Um, and that's why we kind of just stuck to Texas. Um, you know, we, we were making money in different markets. It was just kind of like all over the place. It was, it was hard to, you know, bring a rep in, train them in all these different markets around the country. And it was a lot easier to bring reps in and just train them on Texas. So I think that's when we, or that's when we made the decision to just, you know, really start hammering out Texas since like mid 2019. Yeah. Texas is its own country, right? So yeah. we have so many people here. You don't have to leave Texas to build a very solid business. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I, I completely get it. Uh, we do stuff in Florida, but we we're pretty much, um, settled there too like for us yeah. like tampa is like an extension of houston to me is the yeah. cities are so similar uh construction is very similar like whoever built tampa must have been involved in building dallas houston san antonio because it's the same houses um yeah. and and we're also in atlanta uh but that's probably where we would say other than texas where it's a little bit different yeah and north carolina and south carolina we've done deals there uh, but we don't have volume. Um, yeah. So, okay. So what does your business look like today, right? Because you went from wholesaling into flipping, from flipping into... Wholesaling. In, yeah, in, into back into wholesaling, right? And, and now you're wholesaling. So now you're flipping, you're, you're wholesaling, you're wholesaling, you're flipping, and you're also developing, I believe, right? Yeah. Um, so, but what does that look like today? What, what, what kind of, uh, deal flow are you handling? Um, right now we're, we're closing, um, anywhere from 25 to 30 deals a month on average closing the bank. Now, obviously, you know, since we're all virtual, um, we contract anywhere from, you know, 35 to 40, but, you know, title issues and, you know, yep. killing contracts, it happens. Um, and we have, uh, six acquisitions now, um, three disposition agents, a transaction coordinator, then I have a VP of sales and a director of sales uh, to help. So we have a pretty pretty solid team here in the office. Um, but yeah, we do uh, wholesale. Wholesale is probably about 50% of our business now. 
Um, we do a lot of wholesaling, um, some fix and flips and sub twos and then development. So um, what essentially we have a, a pretty solid system when we actually close on the deal. So like we pick it up from another agent or a wholesaler, what we'll do is obviously raise the money for the purchase and the rehab. And then we'll just essentially just list on the market as is with our potential profits attached to it. And then we'll give it, you know, two or three weeks. And if it doesn't sell, then we'll just go in and do the rehab and just list it for, for full rehab. Um, and that's, that's kind of how it works with, you know, the hotel and fix and flip over here. Um, and then development, to be honest, you know, we're working on our second project right now. Um, last year we did a, a track of 22 lots, um, in Fort Worth, um, wasn't too big of a project, but it definitely took some time. It took about a year and, um, some change to get it, you know, completed from A to A to Z. Um, but, you know, we made some money on it and now, uh, we bought, 22,000 square feet of land in East Dallas. And we're going to build um, anywhere from 17 to 22 condos um, um, in a, a really developing area. So we're pretty excited about that. That's good, man. That's good. Yeah. It's pretty exciting that you to see the evolution of the wholesaler, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, the wholesaler starts banging to get that one contract. And a few years later, now you're developing, uh, you know, condos and, and land and things of that nature because now yeah. you're immersed in real estate there's so many different things to do inside of the real estate world it's, it's, it's insane time. yeah there's um, something i mean there's like 80 different ways to make money in real estate yeah so um anyways so let's talk a little bit about education um what do you think you spent so far in your own education man probably close to 300 grand now um and, you know, I, I, I took my education really serious um, early 2018. It's just, it's something that I was opposed to for a long time, like I said, but, you know, I, I went to a couple, you know, seminars, quote unquote, and it wasn't just the information that I was learning at the event, but it was the people that I was surrounding myself with. And um, especially the higher end ones. I remember, you know, paying 30 grand to, to attend a mastermind and, you know, there was like 10 other people in the room that paid the same, you know, uh, 30 grand. And the, the, the thinking level of that, 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 uh, that group of people was way different than who I was surrounding myself with just because, Hey, if you can afford 30 grand to go to a mastermind, you're, you're not broke, you know, like, you know, it, it took you a certain level of, of mindset to be able to you know, be financially in that position. Um, so that, that really helped is just being around winners in the industry. Um, and I mean, I pretty much went, I, I still to this day, try to go to as many events and, and masterminds that possibly can be a part of, um, regardless of, you know, who's throwing it, 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 it's, it's something that I take super serious because as a leader, what I learned is if I'm not learning new information, then I have no information to give out to my organization. And that's where I, you know, I learn a lot at these masterminds, not just by, you know, the event itself or what have you, but the people around there too. Plus I'm able to connect with these people. Like if I have questions or issues in my business, or if I, you know, have a deal in the market or whatever, you know, I have, you know, national connections because of the people I met in these masterminds. Yeah. You're buying into a whole new network. You're buying into information that's right at your fingertips uh, whenever you need it. Right. Cause when, when you see somebody that paid 30K for a mastermind or 25, whatever the, 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 the cost is, um, you take them more serious because you're like, yeah. you know what? This person is actually 
investing in themselves as much as I am. So we're both here for may, many different reasons. Um, your reason might be different than the other person. But at the end of the day, now the level of consideration when it comes to, you know, talking to people or, or you know, giving out information or receiving information is going to be much higher. Right. Um, because you know that that person was there paying as much as you were in order to receive maybe the same information that you both uh, uh, received during the mastermind. So I, I agree with you 100%. It's, um, uh, I had very similar limiting beliefs as when it came to education in the past. I would say, man, I don't see why people are, do have to go pay, I don't know, fortune builders or whoever, $25,000 for education when all that stuff is free on YouTube. But that's my own limiting beliefs that a certain time is when I understood us that, you know what, it is worth paying for that ed education um, because they are giving you a shortcut to, to a lot of uh, lessons learned and, and, you know, what to do, what not to do, what to look for, uh, lenders, uh, you know, contractors. There's so much behind the education yeah. uh, other than just education that now I get it. I'm like, okay, I see why people, actually, I wish I would have paid for one of those educational programs sometime in 2008. Yeah. I didn't have anybody showing me how to do it. So I kind of like, I forced myself into the real estate world and I learned on my own. I paid the streets big time. <laughs> Same, man. Right, because you don't know. You get you get these contractors, they take advantage of you. You give them a check, you never see them again. Um, so that, in a sense, is education as well, right? Right. Um, but if you go to an educator uh, that got their stuff together, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of people out there that are selling education that have no business in selling education. Yep. Um, but if, if, if you are you know, looking for someone that, uh, that is, is that you want to learn from, then go make sure you, you vet the people that you want to learn from before you go pay. That way yeah. you verify that they're legit, that you verify that they're actually doing real estate deals, that, that they've done real estate deals in the past as well. Uh, quite a few of them and, and, and that they are the real deal. So that's why I want to touch up a little bit on education. Um, because you mentioned a couple of times that you didn't believe in it at the beginning, but then you started yeah. thinking that I was the same way. It, yeah, it was just I mean, it, it, like essentially kind of how I see it now is I, I was buying into networks. You know, I was buying into um, a group of people that the, the mentality is way higher. I've even done something similar. You know, I joined um, a country club last year, paid 30 grand to be a part of this country club. And, you know, the people I meet at the country club, none of them are, you know, brand new in business you know they're all in different industries and just the mentality is way higher when you surround yourself with people and you know being part of these you know high-end high-end groups it's an easy way to surround yourself with higher level of thinking for sure great way to raise private money too because if oh, you're yeah. if you're paying thirty thousand dollars to join a country club guess what everybody yeah. else in that country club also pay money to get in there so they have cash Big time. Big so time. Uh, I think in sometime in 2017, uh, Dennis and I, Dennis was my business partner in the wholesaling and the real estate business at the time. We were looking to get into a Ferrari and a Lambo. Mm -hmm. Number one, we love those cars. So we both love cars. I like the Ferrari. He, he's the Lambo kind of guy. But it was with a purpose. We were both joining the clubs, the yeah. Lambo club and the Ferrari club. Why is that? Because those guys, they had to buy those vehicles to get in the club 
And at the time we were raising on limit, like all crazy amounts of private money. So we figure if, if we can find these guys that are driving the same vehicles, number one, we have something in common, which is the car, right? right. We both like cars. Number two, these are high net worth individuals. For the most part, you always get the one that, you know, buys the car, but they don't yeah. have money to pay rent. Right. So, um, but the majority of them, they, they will have a high net worth. So, it's the same principle. We're, we're just binding to communities um, and not necessarily real estate related communities. Yeah. Because sometimes the real estate communities may be, may, may, may bring bad habits, right? The, the lender that wants to loan you at 10% as opposed to maybe four or 5%. Yep. Uh, so you tap into whole, into a whole different animal when you go outside of real estate and mastermind with people like that. So, hundred percent. I get it. It's, um, it's, it's a great strategy for raising private funds. So, so now today, 2021, you have a big company. What, what all, you, what are you all involved in Donnie? Cause you're in all kinds of stuff. You got a, a reality show that I was watching an episode. I was laughing. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I think that's, that is the number one episode from that network. Um, it was you and your wife at the time, I guess she was your, your fiance, but what, what do you all have going on other than your real estate business? Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're on a, a TV show and we actually just finished filming a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, that is a, a different angle, you know, obviously we, we wanted to do something, um, together outside of, you know, real estate within itself. Um, you know, I have an education program that I spent some time in and, and develop uh, the development projects I'm working on is taking quite a bit of time. So, you know, I try to leverage my time as much as possible, but, you know, my main goal and, you know, the moves I make is obviously for business related, you know, the TV show is great for branding. I met a lot of, you know, good connections through that, that TV network that it was a hundred percent worth it. Um, and, you know, being on TV, like it, it's hard for me to go to a large establishment um, somebody not come up to me and, you know, like yo you're on tv and it's just or like you look familiar i'm like yeah i'm, I'm on tv you know so it, it's different it's cool you know and obviously it's going to prosper into you know different opportunities and you know it's we're, we're reviewing other opportunities now um obviously you know we have to wait a little bit before we can get on another network so i'm excited for what the future holds man and um and what what's going to come with that but obviously you know real, real estate's my baby um, love that and um, getting continue to build that. But I mean, both of those just kind of align with each other. It just helps with the, helps with the brand. Your real estate education uh, that you're offering now, um, what are you teaching uh, there? Like what, like a basic uh, overview of what you guys uh, yeah. teach there? Um, so we, we, we do nine workshops a year. So people will come fly to Dallas and then we'll spend time with them for two days. Um, pretty much go over, you know, the, the entire ends of our business and what we do and how it works, like all the way to the nitty gritty of every single detail of marketing, et cetera, to hiring, to training, retaining, building culture, um, et cetera, et cetera. And then we have a, a mastermind program where it's a six month program where um, we really work with people one on one. Um, you know, we do a couple of Zoom calls every week and um, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're building that as well. So. Um, you know, education is, is kind of new to me. We just started, you know, about a year ago. Um, and even that, you know, we're, we're picking up a lot of deals from our students, you know, people are coming in learning marketing, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, we're able to do more deals now because we're, you know, have the ability to teach other people. 
Yeah, and you get you get first dips, right? They're, they're negotiating deals. They they bring in through the house, and now you see them, and you're like, oh, I'll keep that one. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm gonna pay as much as anybody else. So why not sell to me? So it works yeah. out. It all stays in the house. So um, and is there? Do you, have, do you have a website to go look at your uh, education, or is it a, on a, on an invitation case by case basis? Yeah, if you go to butterflyeffectworkshop.com. Um, there's some information on there. Okay. We'll make sure we put the link on the bottom uh, uh, on this uh, on on this podcast and the, and on the YouTube link. So um, Donnie's actually going to be at the Real Estate Entrepreneurs uh, Event and Mastermind here in Houston, Texas, April thirtieth, May first, and second. If you want to come shake his hand, make sure you uh, you're there. Uh, I was very impressed in the last mastermind where I met you. Uh, I paid a lot of attention to how you built your business, how you were structured. We have a lot of similarities. I just don't have a TV show. Uh, I don't think I'll ever have one either. Uh, but uh, it takes a lot of time, right, um, uh, yeah. to, to do those things. And, and um, you know, for, for, for you guys that are tuning in and, and watching on YouTube, make sure you go uh, find Donnie on, on all social media, um, on Instagram and, and Facebook, uh, YouTube. I don't know. Do you have a YouTube channel? I do. I just don't. don't okay. Really do. <laughs> YouTube, that's why I ask you if you have one or not. But um, make sure you find him, follow him, uh, send him a message at DM, say, hey, thank you so much for the value you provide. He does provide a lot of value. Uh, he has a group uh, uh, that we mentioned earlier uh, during this podcast where they put a lot of deals. Uh, uh, there's people out there doing uh, – you know, um, what do you call it? Sponsoring, uh, showing their businesses and services and things of that nature uh, related to Texas. We're actually getting uh, to be a sponsor of, of, uh, of that group as well. And uh, if you want to get to know him personally, if you're in Houston or in, the, in any of the surrounding areas, or if you're flying into Houston for, for the event, he'll be there the whole weekend. Uh, he's a very approachable guy, nice guy to hang out and talk to. Uh, I enjoyed my time with you in San Antonio big time uh, when, when we yeah, met uh, a couple of months ago. So um, other than that, Donnie, where can people reach out to you? Yeah, I mean, you can follow me on Instagram. Shoot me a message on there. It's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me, the Donovan Ruffin on Instagram or find me on Facebook, Donovan Ruffin. Um, where, I mean, you can Google me, try to find, get a hold of me. <laughs> yeah. Google so, my name, you'll find a lot of different ways to, to get to follow me. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much, Donnie, for being here today, brother. I appreciate you, man. I'm looking forward to do many, not only uh, events with you, but deals as well and many other things. Uh, and I'm looking forward to see you at your event. We have an event. It's called, he has an event. It's called The Event. Yep. It's March, uh, what's the date? March, March 3rd. Yeah, so it's a free RIA, um, Real Estate Investor Association. It's once a quarter. The next one's going to be March 23rd. Um, if you go to the DallasEvent.com, you can register and it's 100% free. It's free. It's awesome. I'll be there. He'll be there. A bunch of other uh, other people from not only from Dallas, but I think Nick is going to be there as well. And a bunch of other guys are going to be in that event. So come on and hang out, uh, shake hands, you know, don't be afraid. A lot of value is going to be provided because I saw you have a lot of speakers uh, talking that day. So yeah, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a, a one of the biggest ones yet. So I'm excited. Awesome, man. I'm looking forward uh, to be there. And again, thank you so much for being here today. And uh, don't forget to hit share, like, and subscribe, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye.